healing and finding hope through conversations and curiosities about the afterlife. Open your mind and heart to the possibility that our spirit lives on. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. Hello, everyone. So hypnosis used for therapy, aka hypnotherapy, it's been growing a lot in popularity over the last couple of decades. And it comes up a lot in the books that we've been reading about afterlife research. So it's interesting to me how many different types are out there. We've talked about past life regression and induced afterlife communication, But recently we had an opportunity to experience timeline therapy. Yes. A friend of mine worked with a famous motivational speaker and did live events with them prior to the pandemic using a method called timeline therapy. They actually don't put you under. So it's technically not hypnosis. It was an interesting kind of thing that we did. And we didn't realize that till we got there. Yeah. We were telling everyone you were going into a hypnotherapy session, but little did we know because she kept telling you she's trained in this and you asked about the process and she kept saying, I'll tell you when you get here, I'll tell you when you get here. So we were just kind of making up what we thought was going to happen. Yes. We thought I would be put under. I wasn't right. But this actually works the same, similar way. Right. But I'm completely awake and know what I'm doing. Right. Right. And it's interesting too, because, you know, hypnosis has become popular since, you know, the last few decades and used more into therapy, Brian Weiss with all this, like we were saying, past life regression and other stuff. So what everyone knows is that the whole point of the process is to bring out some sort of positive within you and get rid of the negative. Right. So no matter what process or what you call it, The whole idea is that you want to benefit in your own self-development and growth. So let's talk about what happened with you. So first start out by telling everybody a little bit like of what it was like starting out. Yeah. So the first thing she had me do is figure out what was most important to me and what meant something to me. So different things like family, friends, togetherness, this podcast, all these different little things. And I kept on coming up with different things. So this list was over two pages long. (laughs) And she was the one making the list. I got to watch. I was off to the side as the witness. And so I did see some things you may not have been focusing on. And I would see her write down when you said a word. And then if you repeated something, she would put a check mark. Right. And then also she would ask, because there were some words that were very similar. Mm -hmm. She said, does this mean the same as this, right? Like strong and strength, which meant two different things to me at that time. By the way, and I hadn't told you this till right now, I had been taking some notes as well. Ah. Yes, we actually spent about 45 minutes just doing that exercise of her asking you what was important to you. I mean, we were with her for hours, people, hours. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's good to know people because, you know, yes, it, it was on the inside. We weren't getting charged by the hour, but um, it was a wonderful experience. And she said that was all part of the process in getting you 
to focus and also yeah. to get her to understand. And she watches, she even told us beforehand, remember she, she would explain each stage a little bit before she'd do it. You know, she wouldn't let you cross your legs or your hands or anything. Nope. And she would describe like if your eyes went a certain way, she knew where in your brain you were pulling from, like whether you were making something up or a past memory and right. she would call you on it. Oh I yeah, <laughs> she did. And she's <laughs> like, you're looking down. Yep. Uncross your legs. It's such a habit. Right. And I had my hands in my pocket one time. And she's like, nope, can't have your hands in your pocket. Yeah. like, I'm like, that's not crossing, but she's like, nope. Okay. Yep. And because of this, she would know when she felt like you were really ready to move on to the next stage because she's, she was so highly trained in knowing how to read body language and response time too. She wouldn't even let you, like you weren't supposed to have a delay. And she even encouraged me to nag you if you were taking too long to answer, which I never felt comfortable. But she'd look at me like, you know, hey, you know, make her answer. (laughs) Right, exactly. And I was like, because when she kept on asking the same question over and over, I was like, how many times do I have to do this? But that was the process to get as much out of you as you can. And like I said, I was surprised at how many I got. You were probably. I was too. I didn't know how long. I was like, is this all we're going to do tonight? (laughs) I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, is there another stuff that we could do in my head? But I was like, can we move on? Yeah. If you had only known ahead of time that all she was really looking for was for you to start repeating yourself. (laughs) Right. I would start. I've done that earlier. Just kidding. Yeah. No, because she said to me, and I don't know if you'd heard her. She said, do you notice how she keeps coming up with new things? She goes, when people start repeating themselves, I know they're done. That's as far as we're going to go. And I move on. I'm like, oh, Trish is just going to keep coming up with new answers because she thinks she has to. <laughs> she really thought it was because there's still stuff in there to pull out. Yeah. Cause I mean, I did repeat some stuff at the beginning of the first, like the first page, mm-hmm. but it wasn't probably enough repeat to actually then move on to the next step. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm like closing my eyes, just trying to picture things that were coming to me in my head or like, it's weird or something spoke to me, like saying things in my head, like, okay, don't forget prayer or whatever it may be. It was a very interesting process. And then I know she, what she did is she played this meditation for me to get into another zone. And that was my relaxation meditation time. It was very relaxing. I don't know what you thought of that whole section there when she played that music. That was interesting. It was someone else's recording of a way to get your mind set, you know, in a certain positive light. But she also, before she did all this, she did the exercise of how you view your timeline Oh right. and the perspective of timeline. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. Cause it was completely, we all had different perspectives. Yeah. For her, it was like the side, like a rear view mirror. She would always see the past her past. Off, yeah. And the side you saw your past behind you. Yes. And I said my past was in front of me. Right. Because what she did to explain to people is she had you close your eyes and said, point to your past, point to your future. 
Yeah. And that was really interesting. No one's ever done that before. And what was fascinating was I never even realized that we all have a perception of where we are in physical relationship to our past. Yeah. And there is a way our mind thinks with that. And that was fascinating to me. So in this exercise, she said what she was going to try to get you to do was actually rise above your past and your future and be able to look down on it. And then she explained and not to go into all that, but whether you're seeing, you know, to the sides or front and back, but you were above it. And that gives you a whole different feeling. Yeah. Cause you're looking at your whole timeline. It's not just right now. It was, it's all your lives that you've had. So we'll go into detail of what the first one that we did. I went back five lives for the first one. Oh yeah. Let's talk about what was the first thing after we did the exercise where she wrote down all things important to you. What was the next thing that she did? So we did that meditation. She had me go into another realm basically. Right. So she had me go float up above, like I was in a bubble. Mm-hmm. She put me in a bubble. She had me bring my angels and my mom. So they were both on my shoulder at the time. So if I needed help or had questions, I could ask them. And she kept pulling me up. She goes up further because I wasn't getting to that place yet. And she knew that I wasn't there yet. So she's like, keep on going up. And I was like, okay. And then she goes, she asked me, what number do you see? And I said, five. And she goes, is that forwards or backwards? Is it right now in this current life? Or was it in another life? And I said, back. So it was five, five lives back. Five back. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. And, so it, and it, again, those were, she, they had to be immediate responses that you didn't think about was what she was going with. Yeah. And I kept on saying five and she kept on verifying five and I kept on seeing the number five. And you said five, you had that five as well. That was interesting to me because she wasn't performing the therapy on me, but I was listening and following along. And I thought it was really funny that she said the number and I thought of five and you said five and I went, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And that was interesting. And we, the first thing that we focused on was love for me because love and all family and all that kind of stuff is really important to me. And I think I was holding back on that. Mm-hmm. And then once I got to that place, she asked me what I saw, what was around me and everything else. And at that point, all I saw was darkness. And it's not like when you close your eyes and you see dark, mm-hmm. it was a different kind of darkness. Interesting. So I had that feeling come over me of just being alone and scared. There was no one around me. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Like, why am I here by myself in this dark. Right. So it was like, Oh my gosh. And then she told me to ask my angels or my mom or both. Mm -hmm. Why, what are you feeling? Why are you feeling this? Like all these different questions. Well, I thought that was interesting because she told you to ask your mom, what is it you have in you already to help you deal with this? The words you were answering were what your mom was thinking for encouraging words for you, which I thought was really beautiful. Yeah. And those words were light, joy, laughter, togetherness. There was more, I said a lot more, but those are some of the few words that I did say. And those are things that I love. I love having it's light, it's fun. It's 
there's joy. Yeah. You're hearing laughter. That makes you smile. When you laugh, you smile. Yeah. yeah. And you can laugh at your by yourself, but you need togetherness with other people right. to have that laughter and joy. And, and I know I was missing that in my life. Right. And she was telling you how to turn to these angels and ask for their guidance on how to apply that in your life now. Right. Yeah. And we're at that point, I was kind of silent because I didn't know. And then she asked me to ask again because nothing was coming out of my mouth. Like I wanted to say stuff, but it, I think that was my thought, not what I was hearing or seeing in myself. And also, which was weird is on the side that I had my angels, I heard only on that side, I heard some like noise that I've never heard before. I didn't know that. What do you hear? hard to explain, but I just heard this noise. So not a voice, a sound effect kind of a thing. It was sound. Yeah. Coming from this. Oh, so I felt like my angels were trying to tell me something or try to stop me to say something, something. And I was like, okay, what are you trying to tell me right now? Like, I hear this sound, like almost like everybody talking at once kind of thing. Almost. And it was just weird. I was like, okay, (laughs) that is weird, Tricia. (laughs) (laughs) Then I was thinking of when you did that mediumship and you heard that static or that. Yep. We heard that interference in the digital frequency. Yeah. So I was like, okay, is that what I'm like, kind of, I'm hearing a different frequency from them because I know it's different for like angels and spirits to talk. They have a different language than we do. Yeah. And I can vouch that there were no weird sound effects happening where we were. So yeah. <laughs> only Trisha heard that because I didn't even know about that. <laughs> yeah. It was complete silence in the in yeah. her yeah. house. The only person talking was her asking yep. me questions or yep. me saying something. Right. There was no TV. There was no radio. There was nothing on in that house. So at what point, because there was a time then she called me over to look at your face. Where in this experience with your mom was that? Was that after you were hearing a sound? Yeah, it was after the sound. Mm -hmm. And after I think she helped me move forward. Right. In this of what I should see and what I should learn from this and how to move my life on. And it just gave me like, wow, I'm not alone. I am loved and I love. So I, it goes both ways. And if I just kept on seeing that, I think my face, like you guys told me my face completely changed that around that, probably around that point. Cause I don't know exactly when you guys came. Well, around this time, whenever we're talking about, which uh, again, we're now like, I don't know, an hour and a half. I'm looking at my notes. We had been at this now, you know, for an hour and a half or so already. She's been working right. with Trisha. Her face changes and she waves me over. Cause I had been sitting off to the side and back, not staring at your face, just, right. you know, paying attention. And she calls me over and she's like, look at her face, look at her face. And she texted to me so that you weren't hearing anything that your face had completely just the muscle tension that she had seen before it completely relaxed and was looking more joyful. Like there's just a physical change in you. Cause I had my mom there. I was like, I hadn't had that moment with her in a long time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And my angels and her gave me that inside like information, inside information of how to move my life forward and to love and how to be loved and share it with people and they can share it back. Mm -hmm. 
And then from there, I also noticed when she had me come out of that, that realm, I will call it, I had tears in my eyes and I was like, why am I, right? <laughs> why do I have tears in my eyes? Because I kind of felt something, but you don't really feel it because you're in a different world basically at that mm-hmm. time. And I was like, wow, something just like a huge weight has lifted, right. was lifted off of me. And I felt so good for like, I was like surprised on how well this made me feel and how good this made me feel is better than like an actual therapy session, to be honest with you. Like it just gave me peace at that point. So I'm looking at my notes. That was two and a half hours from when we started, by the way. Yeah. So that was a long time for me to be in that zone. And right. Right. Because she had me go back and forth just to see what would cause me this hurt. Right. And then she had me move forward on how to fix that hurt. Her words were, what is the gift your mom says you can take with you into this life to help you overcome those things? I thought that was a neat way to, to word that. Yeah. And I think that's probably why I started getting tears because she was the one telling me these things. Right. And it's hard to explain because it wasn't word. I wasn't hearing her talk. Right. But it was coming to me and it was just coming out of my mouth. Right. So that was cool. Yeah. I love that whole feeling. And then she just had me after as well, just get up, stretch, loosen up, shake, shake everything out, like my body out. And so we could do another one. And then she reviewed with you too, uh, after she brought you out of that and said, which again was kind of against, I think what you and I were expecting, because you think of hypnosis and you think that someone has to be under the whole time and her philosophy and the practice she was trained in says, what good is it for you to be under and not know what happened to you? You should be aware. So her big thing is being aware of the process the whole time while staying in this meditative state, which apparently can happen, which we saw that night. Yeah. At first I was kind of skeptical and she's like, are you sure you're okay to go? Like she asked me before we even went into this, is this, are you allowing me to go into it this deep? And I was like, yes. And she goes, you look like, again, that whole direction thing with my eyes, she goes, you hesitated and you looked a different direction. (laughs) She could work for the FBI. She could do lie detector (laughs) test. She was really good. (laughs) I was like, okay. So I laid my hands with straight up. I was like, looking straight at her at that point with my feet on the ground. Right. You had to have your feet planted. So I think you had to be grounded basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we went into this next phase to address anger. It was fear. And by the way, according to my notes, this is now, this is three hours into it. You did fear. Yeah, we did fear. We were thinking about doing anger as well, but we ran out of time because it was getting late. Right. But the fear, because I have a lot of fear in my life right now. Mm -hmm. And I know that's a big issue for me. If you guys knew me very well, like my best friend knows, I get scared at certain things. I have that fear of doing things by myself, like walking by myself at night anywhere. As you knew, because when we were walking to her house, I have my pepper spray in my hand ready to go. I have that fear in my hands, like somebody's going to attack. I don't know if it's just the world that we were raised in. And I have that fear or if it was from another past life. Right. And what was weird is, again, she asked me the years and I said three and she was asking, is it before? Is it in this current life? Like, or was it in your past life? Right. 
And I kept on saying three now. So it was in this current life that I started this fear. I had this fear going on and I was thinking of different things that I was going through it. I mean, I don't remember a three-year-old three when I was three, I don't remember anything. Yeah. So I can't be like, yeah, I already knew it. So that's how I could answer all these questions she was asking. But because I don't remember that. Do you remember anything at three years old? I actually do have some odd memories from when I was really, really young. So we won't talk about that here. Yeah. So, okay. Most people. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. You're not supposed to really have many memories before the age of five. Yeah. So I don't, I didn't remember any, really don't remember anything from when I was three years old. Right. And she asked me me multiple times just to make sure I was saying three and I kept on saying that. And then she goes, she brought me again. She had me go back up above in that balloon. At this time we added my dog as well. So I had my angels, my mom and my dog with me at this time. And then after a while, after she brought me up and up and up again, and she said, what do you see at this time? It was very unusual because all I saw was like yellow eyes, almost like a wolf, I would say, because it was very narrow, but it like it was sideways, like horizontal, not like vertical. And it was scary. I felt scared, like even just to see those yellow eyes looking right at me. It was very piercing. I'll just say that. Well, you said you had in that same time, you talked about ice, darkness, a path, desert. There were some scary things there, but what I thought was interesting in some of her explaining of what they do in this process was they don't have you re-experience whatever negative experience it was that causes it. They talk you to that point, but they immediately go into what did you learn from this? What's the positive that comes out of this? So right. You and I, in some ways, were a little disappointed we weren't getting the real nitty gritty on what happened right? (laughs) because they don't focus on that. She doesn't say talk through the experience like at a lot of the hypnotherapy sessions do, which we're still going to do, by the way. I'm not letting you out of that one. No, I want to. Trust me. Past life regression. I want to know why you have a birthmark on your tongue. (laughs) Yeah, we we still are going to do that, but... Okay. But this timeline therapy is meant to really focus a lot on the positive. So she did clarify that. And it was good enough for her to hear that you had pinpointed a couple of things that you felt were part of the negative or the fear, but she would immediately progress you to the solution for that. What's in you and what are the gifts that you have to get you through and pass that so that you know, you don't have to carry that burden anymore. And I thought that was really fascinating. Yeah. And with the fear, the good part that came out of it, I like these different words that I was saying, like you said, but the good part was I was feeling strong, I was feeling strength. And that's where the again, she goes, what are these different? And, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, they're different. She didn't want to ask why because you want at the afterwards you asked, I think you asked, why is it two different, like the different meanings? Like, mm-hmm. why does somebody have those two words that are already similar. Right. And she's like, every person, it means different things. Yeah. And you kept saying that strength and what was it? Strong, strong, not the same being strong and having strength in your mind were two different things. That was very curious. Strength to me is being able to move forward. I have the strength to move forward. Strong was the power, like your power, what you can do. Hmm. 
what is what I was coming to. And those are two different things to me. I'm strong enough to do what I need to do. I have strength, the inner being of me strength to move forward. Cause I was also saying I, I was moving forward and not looking back. That was something I learned. Don't look back at your past because you have your whole future ahead of you. You have those good things ahead of you and don't worry about the past. Don't take that with you. Cause I I mean, I, I asked again, my mom and my angels for these words and how they could help me what I needed to look for from there. And it was just interesting how these two different process, they were the same process, but two different experiences, right? Because one was for love, which is more of a happy thing. And fear is more of the scary thing and trying to figure out those two. It was two different spectrums, I would say. It was just interesting how I felt after that one, because that one, after she brought me back on this yeah. one, this is where she had me, she goes, stand up, yep. walk around. And as I was doing that, she asked me, how do I feel? Mm-hmm. I felt like I was walking taller. I had my head held high. My chest was up and I was like, okay, my body's not letting me look down. I was going, okay, I can, if I do this all the time, yeah, I can do anything. A lot of weight had been lifted off your shoulders. It was clear. I could see it in you when you stood up and walked around too. It was incredible to see the physical change in you. Even to this day, I feel like I'm walking stronger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not looking down. Sometimes I still do, but I'm learning to lift my head up and say, you don't need to look down. Right. Look straight ahead and go. Yeah. Go follow your dreams. Go find what you need to find. And anyone listening, you can even try that. It's fascinating. Two things I think people listening without going to timeline therapy can do that I could feel a physical difference in doing myself was number one, look at your past, your present and your future as a timeline that is below you. And in front of you and try it from side to side where your past is on your left and your future is on your right. And also think of it below you with your past behind you and your future in front of you. And just sit in that for a moment and observe the feelings of how you can feel like you have more control. And it's an experience to observe not being trapped within something. When we're in the middle, she described, like she said with me, because I pointed to my past directly behind me. She said, when you visualize your past directly behind you and your future directly in front of you, you are trapping yourself in the moment without control. And I thought that was kind of cool. And the other thing to what you just said that everyone can practice and do is you can change your mood physically yourself just by changing the position of your eyes. Yeah, most definitely. If you catch yourself, you are feeling bad, you are looking down, make yourself look up and just try that and make yourself smile. Whether you're feeling it in your heart or not, do that, hold it for five minutes and then see how you feel after that. And those are two exercises that anyone can just do to change their mood in the current moment. Right. Because afterwards too, I was thinking of things that might've happened in my life too, that would cause this fear that I might not remember. Mm -hmm. And I was telling you guys about that one experience that I had a dream about. And then I asked my mom, I was like, did this happen to us? Cause it felt so real in this dream. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking maybe this is where that fear started. Oh, wait. So it was something you asked your mom back when she was alive. 
Yeah, when she was alive. And I don't know what how old I was during when this happened. I know I was young. And we still don't know what it was, right? I know the dream. We were getting held up at a department store. Oh. The suspects had semi-automatics. Oh my gosh. But I remember my mom was trying to pull me to go to, she wasn't trying to be, make me scared. Yeah. But I think I saw that, saw yeah. like from the corner of my eye, saw what was happening, but she was pulling me to the back of the store in the car. Oh my. Did you get validation from her? It really happened. What did she say when you asked her if that was a dream? She goes, yes, that happened when <gasps> we were there. And I was like, okay, that that's kind of scary to think of that it actually happened. Were you three? That's the thing. I don't know how old I was during that time, but I just know I was in my car. Yeah. In the car, and you know, where you sit in the yeah. front and the carts. I'm betting you were three. <laughs> that's why I was thinking after we did all this. Right. And I was like, okay, maybe I was three at the time when all this happened. Cause right. when you're three, they don't. Parents don't let you walk around by with right, just no. holding their hand. You're put in the cart, either right, in the big right. part or you're in that front part where you can yeah. sit. So I was like, I must have been, that must have started my fear right. of yeah. people coming after me. That was my conflict right there. That makes sense. Oh, wow. Okay. So I put those two together after the fact. Right. I was like, in my head, I was like, is that, could that be? And I think my friend and I were talking afterwards, you weren't in the room at that time. And I was like, this could yep. be from this. Yeah. And she's like, it probably is. We can't tell for sure because we're not, we didn't do the hypnosis to get the actual thing. Right. But do you feel like that fear has been released in any way? I, I, yeah. Cause I like, I think from me figuring that out, I feel like, again, I feel my chest lifted. I right. still walk tall. Like, I'm like, okay, I can face, if I could face that right. when I was three right. or whatever age it was, right. I can face anything. So what I'm wondering too, because you've mentioned like you carry pepper spray, you're afraid when you walk to your car alone at night, do you still feel that way? Or do you think that is something different? Or do you think that comes from this experience? I'm still cautious when I walk out by myself, but I don't. I'm not feeling like, okay, I have to have my pepper spray in my hand like okay. I was that night. Right. So I still have it with me, but I right. don't have it ready to go open and spray. <laughs> yeah. Well, caution is still good. I have a daughter that I often want to make sure she's always looking all the way around her and being safe. So yeah, I, I'm I, not trying to say I don't want you to be cautious. No, I'm still cautious because in this day and age, you have we, to be. You have to be. Yes. Yeah, still be safe. Right. And being a woman. So, right. right. So you still got to be safe, but you just don't want to carry this unnecessary extra fear on you. Right. Because to be honest with you, those, the predators or people that want to do this attack you are the ones that can feel that you are vulnerable. Right. If you give that feeling to them, they're like, okay, this is, you're the victim. You got like victim neon sign over your head. You're like, come get me. <laughs> yeah. So now if I just like show that I'm strong and I'm right. ready to, I can face this, they'll be like, okay, I don't want to mess with her. Yeah. She's gonna, she's looking directly at my eyes. So she's going to be able to take me down. <laughs> People are going to have pictures all over the news with this guy or yeah. woman, yeah. whoever it may be. I'm going to stay away from her. Yeah. You got to carry that attitude like back off. 
Yes. I am a tough woman. I can handle myself. Don't you dare try anything. Well, yes. that's, no, but that's really good. You know, it's been a little over a week now since we did the session. Is there like an overall feedback you have in your feeling from that experience? I say, if you can get this done, like I said earlier, it's better than a therapy session. Life-changing. Life-changing. It, it just gave me a new outlook on life yeah. and knowing that I can do whatever I want. I have love. I'm strong. I can do it. Don't let anything hold me back. Don't let that fear hold me back. I have what I need in my life. I have my friends and I have my family there. They all love me. Go Trisha, go. That's right. I'm not holding you back. Go Trisha, go. (laughs) So I got it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to still push forward. And she said she would be more than willing to do another session with me. Awesome. Oh yeah. We'll take her up on that. Yeah. So maybe I can do the anger portion and figure that out. And maybe something else we'll figure that when we get to that point, because she loves doing it. And a note about that, since we aren't saying her name, it's because she does not do this for money. It is something she did do before the pandemic and she was trained and she did work with some pretty famous people, but now she just does it on the side as a hobby, really not for money, but for people that, you know, she cares about her, that she's around. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. She loves doing it. This is one of her passions that makes her feel good and to help other people feel good. So I understand that feeling because that's where I want to be. I want to help people in this world. And if that's one way she can do it, that's great. That's what one purpose she was made to do in this lifetime. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.com tm at gmail.com. Our podcast, Surviving Death and Dying, is available worldwide on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Amazon Audible, Listen Note, Facebook, YouTube, and more. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com, where we have the links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. We did it again. We survived death and dying another episode because we believe life and love never dies.